The following program contains important but graphic material. These topics are designed to foster discussion, but may be objectionable to some. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This program is a training program on human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography based on actual cases. Our mission is to eradicate human exploitation and bring predators to justice. Now, here is the host of the program, Opal Singleton. Hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This is Opal Singleton and we are... The show is going to get interesting today. I hope that uh, you're prepared to follow along. I had originally started this show uh, headed out towards what the faith-based community can do in combating uh, sextortion and sex trafficking. And I will end with that. The last section of this, the last couple of uh, sections of the show will go that route. But I want to uh, kind of start off with some things that are happening in on Capitol Hill and kind of explain why I believe that's really important, especially to the faith-based community. This uh, show is brought to you by Million Kids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N. I can't even say my own company. <laughs> anyway, Million Kids, uh, because more than a million kids are trafficked each year throughout the world. For those that are listening overseas, we are a small nonprofit located in Southern California. We've been doing this 12 years We serve with law enforcement. We are the training and outreach coordinator for the Riverside County Sheriff Department through a U.S. Department of Justice grant. So I've been doing this about 12 years and I'm known for my research on many wide subjects such as uh, gang trafficking, cartel trafficking, money laundering, uh, sex trafficking, labor trafficking, sextortion, social media, exploitation and child pornography. It's expanding, it seems like. But um, something is happening on Capitol Hill that has caused me to put the regular program, uh, not not in, eliminate it, but kind of put it in context to what is happening. The headlines uh, are Microsoft is moving forward with TikTok purchase and Trump reprieve. Another headline, Microsoft confirms talks to buy TikTok in the U.S., aims to finish the deal by September 15th. And then another headline, Microsoft has a long history in China that could cut both ways for TikTok. And what I want to do is kind of dissect all this activity. Now, you will see this is my opinion, uh, not the opinion of the Department of Justice for what it's worth. But I want you to see it from a different perspective and especially how it might influence um from a faith-based point of view, but also from a political point of view. So let me give you some background on this. Uh, let me let me just back up and have you think for a second about the history of apps. Uh, you know, I'm older than most of you listening. I remember we had MySpace, okay, and Facebook, and uh, everybody freaked when we got Facebook. Oh, my parents are out there. Oh, my heck, who are you talking to? And you have 45 friends, and you you block them, and you unfriend them, and you pick and choose your friends and like that. Then came along Instagram and um, Twitter and like that where 
you weren't necessarily talking to people you know, but rather you were broadcasting by category. You would give it a hashtag and pick a particular headline and a category, and people sought you out by category. So that was kind of the first apps that opened the door for strangers to kind of connect with you and you to connect with strangers. Then came along the Kick app, and the Kick app was a, a instant messaging app. There were many kids that ended up being uh, exploited and violated because of the Kick app. I remember doing a survey when it first came out in one high school, and 80% of those kids had Kick. You were supposed to be 18 at the time, but none of them were. Anyway, um, 80% had received a message from a stranger. Uh, on kick and 50% replied to that stranger three of that group went out and met up with the total stranger and it became kind of weird and in some cases it became exploitative anyway uh, what happened in that case is that was the first app where total strangers could access our kids and they could actually talk to them now that wasn't totally the first app because uh, Omegle O-M-E-G-L-E, was ahead of that. That was Talk to Strangers. It still exists. It's just a piece of trash, in my opinion. I hate that thing. Uh, but you you don't talk to anybody you know. It is total strangers accessing your child. And all kinds of people are dressing up and doing all kinds of things. And you can see each other through live streaming. So what we've done is migrated into a thing where uh, basically, our kids will be talking to many, 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 tens of thousands, millions of people. They will have access to our kid, and our kid will have access to them. I've written a book, and I'm in the process of working with Aurora's Media and uh, Giving University to do a, a documentary that will define all about where this is going and what it's like and what it means. Uh, It'll be based on my book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. And it's going to be all about how our kids will live in a world without borders. They already are. Most of your exploitation cases, social media, sextortion, exploitation cases, you will see the victim is in, I don't know, Tustin, California, and the perpetrator is in Keokuk, Iowa. Uh, they would normally have never met, but now they will be able to be accessed by the entire world, and they can access the entire world. So the world is changing, and the TikTok app is the forerunner, the leading edge of this app. So while there are all these analysis, and I've read a lot of political analysis about what this means for Microsoft in China and TikTok in the U.S., where I see this is that this acquisition is going to lead the way in artificial intelligence. And so we need to understand how all of this works. I want to work, first of all, with an article I read. Microsoft has a long history in China. Well, before I go to that article, let me lay out for you what's at stake here. So Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat are like the big Facebook kind of uh, of, uh, product, right? Microsoft product. 
and uh, Facebook uh, has been for a long time, Instagram, Snapchat, they record all your personal data. If you think about it, you have never paid Facebook a dime, and yet they're a trillion-dollar company nearly. How does that work? They are collecting everything about you, and that includes Siri and uh, Alexa And uh, it will continue on your refrigerator, the computer in your car, uh, everything about you, your camera, your Skype, uh, all of those things will be collected on, on how you use it, who you are, what you're doing, and everything is categorized. It's called artificial intelligence. What is artificial intelligence? They gather up everything they can about you, and then they begin to make decisions about you. And it becomes uh, basically uh, intelligence learning, machine learning, and they sell that information out to everyone they can. So Microsoft has been doing this around the world for a very long time. And uh What is happening is that about a year and a half ago, a Chinese company, by the way, they are also collecting data on Chinese kids uh, and Taiwanese kids and Cambodian kids and Kenya kids because they they have 1.6 billion followers, okay? So what has happened here is that that, uh, China, a company out of Singapore called ByteDance, bought Musical.ly a couple years ago now. And they were very clever in what they did with it. Musical.ly, you know, they had done well. Musical.ly was an app that if you want to be discovered, like on The Voice or something like that, you could make some film and get it out there. And if you got a million likes, then somebody is going to pay attention to you. However, what happened is that they cut it down to a 15-second video, and it went wild all over the world. Uh, It has a different name. I can't remember it right now. I want to say it's something like Huan or something like that out uh, out of Asia, but they called it TikTok in the English speaking languages. And uh, it just took over because we have an entire generation of kids who want to be discovered, who live and breathe for the number of likes and followers and people to pay attention to them outside of the little nucleus of their friendship. And so it took off. But what the, the way the app is put together, first of all, you can freeze frame your face and distort your facial images. Many apps now take your facial image. Apple iPhone takes your facial image. And so why is this important? In the future, if that facial image is sold off to political companies or governments, they are going to know what your child looks like. And they're going to know right now. On top of it, they are combining it with the profile. Now, the profile on TikTok can either be on or off, but if you're going to go viral, it's going to be on. So that means that all that information is being combined with your facial images. They are having you do a 15-second video. Videos and photos have geolocation connected to them unless it's disabled. That means that that company and other people can begin to tie back your profile and where you make your videos. 
And this is the first app where it's connected back to your phone. This first app on a big level. Now it's been happening on other levels, but on a on a mega world level, where it's connected back to your uh, instant messaging, to your text, to your mobile phone. So think about what that means and what is at stake here. The reason why you're hearing all of the stuff on Capitol Hill is. That means a Chinese company is gathering all of that information and they believe they are giving it to the Chinese government. Now, the TikTok people said, no, we're storing it in America. Well, then it did come out that there is a backup server in in Singapore. Hello, Singapore is China. So what they're saying is that this will change the world. Because think about these. These kids are 14, 15 years old. Where is it going to be in five years from now as they mature? This could be used politically, and it can be used in a huge way to access and influence our kids. Plus, it's the first app that is this big. So the U.S. government, including Donald Trump, is saying no TikTok You are not giving our data to China. Now, quite frankly, they are also, uh, the Facebook people are collecting Chinese information and storing it in America. So I'm not saying turnaround isn't fair play or is fair play. What I want you to see is the technical impact of what is taking place on Capitol Hill. This will all become important when we are trying to keep our kids safe from predators and also being able to access and influence our kids. Think about social media. Total strangers can access, recruit, exploit, and groom your child. They can talk to them about spirituality, sexuality, and morality, which was the holy grail for a parent. They will have influence. People they will never know or never see will know them better than their own parents. And this is where we are headed. My name is Opal Singleton. This show is called Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are up against that break, so stay with us. We're going to be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Million Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the Internet works and where a naked photo goes when you hit send. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. 
Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe from predators. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are talking uh, about the Microsoft uh, move to attempt to purchase TikTok and why that is important, why that's important to you as a citizen, why that's important as a faith-based leader, why that's important to me as an individual. This is all about access, influence, control, and future financial transactions. Uh, don't get me wrong. There's, there is huge amounts of things at stake here. Uh, on the surface, what they are talking about is the protection of your kids and your people's data and keeping it in the U.S. But there is a lot more at stake here than just that. And it will be an interesting situation to see how all this comes out. 
everybody acts like Microsoft's just going to buy TikTok and then it'll all be resolved and it'll be over. No, 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 no. We are just getting started and behind TikTok will come another app. I mean, there are many other apps that are starting to be what I call mass audience live streaming. In other words, instead of just talking to people you know, you make videos, you shoot them out there and you put them in categories. And TikTok, they actually have a category called TikTok Thought, T-H-O-T. That is the pornographic part of TikTok. So if you want to get recognized for stripping and twerking, you can do that on TikTok Thought. But you sign up by, you put your video in categories and people look for them in categories and that connects you back to them. But they are able, the owners of the apps have all this information about you. So we were. T- I was reading lots of uh, prep, show prep on this, and that's one of the problems I get started on this. I get too much show prep going. But they're talking about what is really at stake and how Microsoft has some major cloud in China. You see one of the... One of the people that are talking about what this means to Microsoft is they're doing this to increase their their clout in China. Well, that doesn't make any sense to me because supposedly they're they're uh, buying this so that the, our kids' data won't go to China. I have bad news for you. Your kids' data is already in China, okay? It's a, it's a little late there. But they talk all about how Microsoft has made indent, uh, inroads in there. They go on and they talk about uh, ByteDance has a slew of addictive apps that all rely on AI algorithms. So what does that term mean? ByteDance owns TikTok. Now, I have to tell you that at TikTok, okay, it took off, it's big, but if they buy this from ByteDance, ByteDance isn't through, I guarantee you. They, even if there's some sort of clause saying they can't compete, they'll go, reopen another company and move on. These apps um, learn from users' behavior. That's called artificial intelligence. They learn from the user's behavior and continuously feed them content that they want to see. Now, I want you to understand what that line means. What they're doing is they are taking your every act, your every facial uh, feature, your every video that you download, your every interaction, your every inquiry, your every search, your every location. They are building algorithms, and they sell that. Let me give that to you in real time. I was in Anchorage, uh, far from my home, and bought some nasal spray, right? Don't normally do that. With the, and I bought it at CVS uh, drugstore. Literally within two days, I had three different brands of nasal spray being offered to me through Facebook and through uh, uh, Google. And so what is happening here is that the the drugstore sold out my purchase information to social media to the highest bidders so that they can sell it to all that product's competitors and offer it right back to me almost instantaneously. So it is marketing. It is uh, digital marketing. It happens all the time. If you search something, the, uh, you know, if you're looking at a, a blue and purple polka dotted blouse, literally within probably less than three minutes, you'll be offered other blue and purple polka dotted blouses. It happens that way. 
That is called artificial intelligence. But what is at stake is the, the biggest in the world now is a Chinese company who is preying on our children because this is not being used. Very few 35-year-olds are out there twerking trying to get the most likes. These are 11-year-old kids, even though you're supposed to be 12, who think that their self-worth is improved if they have a million likes and that they are a lot more popular even though they don't know those people. But all that data is what is at stake and the very future of Literally, politics and control and influence and access is in, in uh, play here. The reason for that is that right now, Snapchat a year ago came up with Snapcash. And they, their logo was now you can monetize a selfie. And they developed an entire new industry of amateur pornography that our kids are taking a, a snap and uh, selling it out to buy a new pair of Nikes. Okay. Except we are in also, as all of this is going on, a global cryptocurrency war that few people are talking about. I am going to tell you that unless COVID throws this thing off, by the end of the year, many of your apps will have a financial transaction vehicle, a currency of some sort tied to it. And most likely before too long, it is possible that those same apps will be encrypted. So why is all that important to you in the protection of your child? Because what is going to happen here, first of all, it started because uh, Facebook tried to introduce Libra. And the Finance Committee, the Senate Finance Committee, last fall shut it down. Libra was going to be tied to Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and WhatsApp, and to 1.6 billion users. Now, why is that important? They aren't just 1.6 billion users. They are 1.6 billion users that Facebook knows everything about them. They know if they have hemorrhoids, okay? They know if they're trying to get pregnant. They know if they're eating Wheaties for breakfast or Chinese noodles. They know everything about you, and now they wanted to offer you a chance to buy and sell through money which they would control called cryptocurrency. It was similar to Bitcoin. Our finance committee in the U.S. said, wait a minute, this is liable to destabilize the U.S. dollar. It, the the uh, Libra actually even had uh, what we call fiat currency attached to it. In other words, it had a bank of well over a billion dollars put in by 28 investors out of, out of Switzerland and so that it would be a stabilized currency. Well, it got shut down. In the meantime, the People's Republic of China came out with their own Bitcoin at the same time that TikTok was fast becoming the world's most downloaded app. Now, the People's Republic of China have not said they're going to tie their Bitcoin to their app, but it is very possible they would do that. It just makes sense. In the meantime, though, what has happened is while we've shut down in the U.S., the Libra, very quietly what is happening is new legislation is taking place for the U.S. to create a federal currency, a federal uh, cryptocurrency similar to Bitcoin. And so they're, they're putting down Facebook, they're holding it back, 
And they're saying that TikTok cannot continue to gather up our information and store it in China, but Facebook can buy TikTok and store their information in America, but they can't have their own cryptocurrency because we've got to get our legislation through where we can introduce it. I find it fascinating that at the very same time here in Southern California, they are telling us there's a shortage of our coins and that we can't really get any change back anymore. And there is a discussion that dollar bills are unsanitary in the COVID isolation. So the indication is, is that we may be headed towards cryptocurrency. All debit and credit transactions through EBT, through electronic transfer, that is ultimately connected if they can find some way to share the data of Facebook. All the information they're gathering is now held by one company, which they are saying needs to buy TikTok and be able to put all this together. Think about the political implications five years from now. They know everything about you. They know if you vote Democrat, Republican, or you don't vote. They know if you're for abortion or against abortion. They know if you have a gun or you're against guns. They know if you're buying uh, certain products at the store, and they know exactly how much you're buying. And all of this is called artificial intelligence, machine learning as they make information. What is going on right now has to do with access, influence, and control, and it will involve your financial transactions in the future. Why is all of this important? Because our kids will live in a world without borders where there is absolutely no personal place to hide. They will make relationships with people they've never met, And whoever is meeting them will know more about them than they probably know about themselves. This is literally a societal shift, a world without borders, a home without walls. And I'd encourage you to stay with us as we talk about what that means on a personal level. This is Opal Singleton. It is Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Thank you for listening. We are up against that break, so we're going to be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe safe from predators. 
seduced. The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest-growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Uh, So we have been talking about what it means with TikTok and uh, the global currency war and what happens if Microsoft buys TikTok and then where does this go and why do you care? Well, I had started out this show because I wanted to talk to the faith-based community. Uh, Me and Kids is a public benefit nonprofit. We are, uh, you know, not particularly connected to any particular faith or like that. But I have lately been approached by several uh, faith-based organizations that are saying that, you know, these are changing times. And they're reaching out to me saying, what can we do? Now, you know, I've been dealing with churches and synagogues and and uh, wards and, and like that for a very long time. And most of them now are aware that human trafficking is a really severe crime and really serious. But most of them are saying right now, what can we do? We need specific projects. We need an understanding of the challenge for us. They're not able to meet in person. And they're saying, uh, you know, we have limited resources. What can we do? Well, one of the things that I have come to understand is that we really are headed into a historic period, a convergence of several things that have never happened before. In addition to the fact that our kids are changing the way they use social media, meaning TikTok, where they are now broadcasting out to the whole world and the whole world can reach them, at the same time that we are changing their social media behavior, their reach, their exposure, uh, then the same thing time that is happening is we have COVID isolation. And uh, especially here in Southern California, but they are now determining several things. One is they most likely will not reopen schools. That means that our kids are going to do all their learning 
or much of their learning online. And so a lot of that is going to depend on how much discipline is in the home, how much the parent is already educated and committed to it, how good the technology is. There will be a financial disparity of those that have access and those that do not. More important, how many, how much supervision they're really going to get and how much motivation. The reason why people go to school is that kids are not automatically motivated to learn. There are a few of them that are, but most of them require some sort of motivation and supervision. And what is about to happen is you are about to have a lot of kids spending a lot of time online, and they are not going to be totally supervised. They are not going to be 100% motivated, and they are going to wander around and explore other things. I will tell you, I'm no different than them, even though I've had years of training for discipline. Uh, you know, when I get tired, I play free cell. Uh, now, when a when a 13-year-old who's a little hormonal, more than me maybe right now, you know, they're going to start to explore. And on top of it, what is happening is even, you know, first graders are being put on distance learning. That means that we are going into an entire generation of five, six, seven, eight-year-old kids who will become addicted to screen time, become addicted to having that relationship out there, become addicted to getting the feedback of wanting to be liked, wanting to be loved, having the most likes, making the most bizarre uh, video, and getting it out there and getting noticed. Uh, you know, one of the things that works in classrooms is competition. One person has a better grade than another or gets more attention from the teacher than another. But we are about to do distance learning with very young people with lots of time on their hands. And some of it is going to be unsupervised. And now this is coming right at the time that our kids are going to live in a world where they might have a million followers or half a million likes out there. And so everything is coming together in a huge way to change. So pastors and priests and, uh, and synagogue leaders are telling me, what do we do to get ready for this? How do we prepare? Well, I think that it's important first that you train parents to understand and prepare parents. Help uh, Let us help your church come together with some strategies that will work in how to motivate your kids. I think the first challenge is to understand all that is involved in, in uh, being able to understand where we're at in a change in society. Our, chain, our society is about to pivot a full quarter turn, and it will be completely different by the year end, and we're in that right now. I believe this is the greatest time in all of history to challenge Christians to help their child to learn to use technology with respect and responsibility. Technology is not bad or good. It is an innate object. You can use technology for good. 
And it is time for the faith-based community to sit down and explore ways to do that and share it with other faith-based people that are out there. I also am going to employ you to come along with us because one of the things I can already tell you is the number of leads and cases that I am getting for missing and exploited kids is greater than ever happened before. Uh, And they're now coming in at the rate of sometimes twice and three times a day. Sometimes it's an autistic kid that they can't keep from sending a naked photo. You see, autistic kids, they're smart in many ways. They get technology, but they don't understand adult sex. And they just want to please the man on the other end. They want to be liked. And they don't want to get the man in trouble. And so whatever the man wants, they do thinking they are being popular. But many kids who are not special needs kids are also doing that. They go on video games or playing more video games than ever. And video games have a lot of pornography in them. But video games are now high tech. They have live streaming where they're now eye to eye with total strangers. Think about what I have just said here. We have moved from sending out a video to millions of people and then having them text back and tell you that they like you or they don't like you to being online in a video game where you're talking to someone in the chat room through live streaming. That individual can look back into your home. They can see your 12-year-old sister on there. They can bond eye to eye with your child and they can share pornography in a video game. Think about you're a 13-year-old boy and you're a little bit hormonal, as all 13-year-old boys are, and they express it in a different way, but they want to be liked. They want to be included as much as girls do. And you're talking to some guy in a video game chat room who is saying to you, you got to get your score up, or you're sharing a sex scene in, let's say, Game of War. I would highly recommend mom and dad What is your starting point? If your child is playing a video game, you need to know what it is. Many video games are given free now. You don't have to buy them. This is called the, um, I can't remember, freemium model. (laughs) I can remember it. Anyway, they give the game free, but they build in obstacles. And your kid is talking to some stranger and they need that stranger's approval. In the meantime, the game has a lot of sex and they do the, you know, the boy stuff about, you know, challenge them and do this and do that. How guys get in these contests and they start bonding and they're eye to eye. So this technology is changing. How are we going to prepare Christian families to deal with this? The first thing I'm going to tell you, mom and dad, is sit down with your kid's phone and go through it with them. Do not wag your finger at them. That is not going to help. What's this app? How's it work? I want that app too. I'm going to use it. If you have this app, I'm going to have this app and we're going to understand it. You're going to play a video game. I'm getting an avatar. Okay, total strangers are not going to feed what kind of trash goes into your mind. We are going to look at this from a standpoint of how do we use this with respect and responsibility that honors myself and honors others and glorifies God. And the way you do that is you drop your veil of denial 
and you get involved with your child's electronic life. It is that important to you. If you're a father or a husband, get yourself an avatar and sit down with your son, even if you're lousy, and you start to talk to them. Who is Who are these people in this chat room? Do they have the ability to look into our home? Is that live streaming? Because I'm a little concerned that they might be able to see your sister, and I'm counting on you to be a leader. You know, let's look at your chat with these people. Is it something that's healthy? Because I want to chat with them too. I want to know who they are. I want to look at the game. Is this a game that's going to build us up and make us proud and make us leaders? Or is this one of those games that deteriorates into pornography and sorcery? And you begin to find out who is controlling the influence on your child. Now, you don't have to do this wagging your finger and being the Gestapo. I don't know if we can use those words anymore. Okay, being law enforcement. (laughs) But you get the idea. This is about building a rapport with your child to help them live in the future world. Help them understand what is happening with all their data and help them understand the world they are living in. This is the only time in history we put our kids in a world that we don't define with them and that they know more about it than we do. We are playing roulette with our kids. My name is Opal Singleton. The show is called Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe from predators seduced the grooming of america's teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in america three out of four victims are u.s citizens most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the internet sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo sometimes it's catastrophic Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, 
video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Million Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the internet works and where a naked photo goes when you hit send. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited. Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. So I want to close this out with some thoughts of specific things. You see, here's the challenge. Not only are companies collecting all the personal data, and we're about to go into a season where they're going to be younger and younger and younger kids learning online, and they're going to have excess amounts of time without supervision. But the other problem with this is that we as adults have never sat down with kids and explained how the internet works. This is the purpose of the documentary that we are creating, and I appreciate your help in it financially. It has been funded, but we're going to need uh, funding to get it distributed. It will be out around February of next year. But what is happening is our kids are looking at these online relationships for approval and feedback. They are using real live emotions, the same emotions they would use in a real live relationship, but they're living in a world where they cannot see the other person or and they do not have the training or education or understanding to be able to use adult cognitive reasoning to evaluate the risk factor that is taking place on the other end. And so we do, we do give them no tools to, uh, I'm going to write that down. I want to make a note of that. We give them no tools to be able to create the risk evaluation of how likely that is going to be an exploitive relationship or an empowering relationship. So it's a strange time in our history when we put a child online, they can't see, they're not prepared, they're not educated, we don't have the dialogue, and we don't know how the apps work. 
And so this is headed towards an absolute disaster, in my opinion. I need your help as a nonprofit. We run Million Kids Missing Kids. We just uh, had a, uh, a case where we've been almost 10 days looking for a girl, and she was found last night. I don't know all the details to it, but she was found. And I appreciate that. If you're a church or a faith-based group of some sort or a civic group, I need your help in operating and supporting Million Kids Missing Kids. What we do is that we're having more and more kids disappear. They fall in love on the Internet, and most of them are not the normal runaway kid. They fall in love, they go out, they meet this guy, and they end up being violated. And they disappear. The family is out of their mind. And they go to the police department and they start to process it. But the family feels like there is nowhere to turn. What we do is that we get the police departments to let the parent know that we send out flyers. Recently, we sent out over almost 30,000 flyers for this one case. And we do it as soon as it gets into us. We can get it out there. We do that. I'm going to ask you to ask your church to join our network. They don't have to do anything other than uh, go on to millionkids.org and sign up for our newsletter. And uh, you can get a Million Kids team captain at your church. If you want that, write to me at opal, O-P-A-L, at millionkids.org, M-I-L-L-I-O-N, millionkids.org. Write to me and say, I want to be a team captain at my church so that we can get the entire church signed up so that we can get more flyers distributed. If you want to join forces with us, especially in Southern California on Million Kids, Missing Kids, I need your help. So please contact us. We are expanding this network. I want to be able to get a flyer out to over 100,000 people in Southern California as quickly as possible. In the meantime, if it's possible for you to help us fund this, I'd appreciate it. We really are in the toughest place we've ever been in our life. We're headed into a time where more kids will be online and will be exploited more than ever before. And we need to educate churches and church leaders. We need to educate civic leaders. We need to educate law enforcement. Our services are more in need than ever before, but we're unable to really make money and support our work the way we used to do. We always went out. Sometimes I'd make three presentations a day and sell my books. Uh, book sales was about a third of the of the deal. If you want to buy my books, by the way, go to millionkids.org. I'll sign them and send them to you, and you'll support our work. But we literally are at that place where we need donations. We need people that will go to millionkids.org and hit that donate button. We'll even take donations in kind. If I don't know exactly how we'll go about doing it, but we take cars and real estate if we have to, gold, diamonds, whatever we can get. We need people to support our work. If you're a foundation, please consider including us and allowing us to apply for a grant. We are a public benefit, 501c3, Gold Star, Guide Star company, been in business eight years, and we do everything we can to support families and do prevention and intervention and keep our kids safe from predators. I hope that this show has been helpful to you today. I really do. 
This is a complex world that we're entering into and we're just getting started. We will be doing more of these broadcasts on this subject. All of these shows are archived at exploitedcrimes.com. Exploitedcrimes.com. You can go there, go to listen, go all the way to the bottom for this show and the latest shows. You can download them. You can share them. You can give them to anybody you want. You can even get an embed code and have this show on your website if you want it. That's easy. So I'd appreciate it if you could uh, support our work, support our work financially. This this research and being able to spend the time that it takes to find the missing and runaway kids takes resources. Go to meandkids.org and hit that donate button. You folks, have a great week. Put your arms around your kids. Tell them how proud you are of them. Put your arms around your spouse and tell them you love them and you're proud of them. Take good care of your family, and we'll see you next Thursday at 7 a.m. California time. Have a great week. Thank you for tuning in this week to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Please join your host, Opal Singleton, for another edition next Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll have another important discussion next week.